The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the ninth chapter. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, It was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Having said these things, he spit on the ground and made mud with the saliva. Then he anointed the man's eyes with the mud and said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had formerly been blind. Now it was a Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. So the Pharisees again asked him how he had received his sight. And he said to them, He put mud on my eyes, and I washed, and I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, How can a man who is a sinner do such signs? And there was a division among them. So they said again to the blind man, What do you say about him since he has opened your eyes? He said, He is a prophet. They answered him, You were born in utter sin, and you would teach us? And they cast him out. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and having found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and it is he who is speaking to you. He said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. Jesus said, For judgment I came into this world, that those who do not see may see, and those who see may become blind. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Everyone is blind in today's Gospel reading, except for Jesus. Everyone is either physically blind or spiritually blind, including us. And the strange thing that Jesus does to open eyes is by covering them. And the strange thing that Jesus does when he tries to reveal them is by hiding. One of the more peculiar things in today's gospel reading is when Jesus heals a blind man by creating a blindfold made out of mud. The blindfold does not stop the blind man from following Jesus and going to the pool of Siloam. The blind man spiritually sees where to go because of Jesus' word. Through Jesus' word, Jesus has opened up the man's eyes by covering them. Now we can say this because this is precisely what Jesus says at the end of the reading. Jesus says to the man that he has already seen him. As in, when his eyes were covered with mud. Now, you would think once the mud is washed off, that the man would now be able to see Jesus. But another peculiar thing happens. Jesus is seemingly nowhere to be found. 
In today's gospel reading, Jesus is seemingly absent for only five verses, but in actuality, it is almost 30 verses. This story takes place over the course of the entire chapter in the Gospel of John, John chapter 9. And I always feel uncomfortable reading the whole gospel, or the whole chapter, because it would be longer than the sermon. So we only read snippets of it today. Now during those 30 verses, of which five we only read of today, it seems that Jesus is absent. He's absent, or seemingly absent, when the man is interrogated by his neighbors and the Pharisees. But Jesus is actually present the entire time. Jesus is present in the man's testimony before his neighbors and the Pharisees. In the second half of the man's testimony, the man testifies to the Pharisees by saying, We know that God does not listen to sinners. But if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. See, when that man uses the word we, it means that Jesus has incorporated the man's testimony into his. For that word we is precisely the same we that Jesus uses. In John chapter 3, verse 11, and John chapter 4, verse 22. See, John, the gospel writer, is revealing Jesus by hiding him in the man's testimony when he uses the word we. Now, the Pharisees should have had the easiest time seeing Jesus because he was, in fact, everything they had hoped for. Now, the events in John chapter 9 take place at the very end of what's known as the Jewish Feast of the Tabernacles, or the Feast of Booths. Every day in the Feast of Booths, there is a water ritual where priests take water from the Pool of Siloam and bring it up to the temple and pour the water on the altar. Now, you don't need to know all the ins and outs of the Feast of the Tabernacles in order to get this. But they would take the water from the Pool of Siloam because it was believed to be living water. In addition, on this very last day, at this time of the Feast of the Tabernacles, it was considered the most joyous because people would be looking forward to God washing them with water from the Well of Salvation, which, of course, was from the Pool of Siloam. And after being washed, they would joyfully proclaim the glorious deeds of God. Through what happened to the man in the Pool of Siloam and the testimony, they should have put two and two together to realize what was happening. But of course, they were blind to Jesus. And even though he was standing right in front of them, In an ironic twist, Jesus hides from them as he's being revealed to them. So we have these two situations that are sort of odd. Jesus revealing himself by hiding himself and hiding himself by revealing himself. As confusing that is, the point is, is to draw us 
to the reality that it is by faith. Not by sight, not with our minds, not with our feelings, that we are guided out of the darkness into the light of Christ. Jesus is not interested in punishing sinners today, because sin is its own punishment. But Jesus is very interested in displaying or revealing the works of God in every person, or to say it another way, to save every sinner. Jesus blindfolds a blind man and then hides inside his testimony because becoming a disciple is solely based on the work of Jesus through the Holy Spirit. It is his salvation and his alone. This means becoming a disciple is just like what happened to the blind man, where where we confess our blindness, which is really any attempt to live life apart from God. And then we wash, then we are washed in the waters of holy baptism, and we live life at the feet of Jesus, which is precisely what the word worship means in the gospel reading. Now, immediately after the gospel reading, in verses 40 and 41, Pharisees are standing around Jesus again when they hear him tell the blind man that he is the Son of Man. They hear this, and then they turn to Jesus and say, Are we blind then? To which Jesus says, Yes. And it's at this moment that we end the Gospel, or John chapter 9, as we began John chapter 9. Someone who's blind, Jesus and his disciples. What's changed now is that the blind are the Pharisees, Jesus is Jesus, and the disciples now are not the twelve apostles, but actually us. Now at the end of the reading, the question that was asked by the disciples is not asked. Jesus, was it this man's sin or was it his parents' sin that he's blind? We don't ask that question because we think we know because of their sin. But it's at that moment we need to be reminded of Jesus' answer to the twelve disciples. Jesus says to them, it is neither them nor their parents sin. But in order that God's works might be displayed in them, it is necessary for us to work the works of the one who sent me. See, at the very end of the reading, we have standing right before our eyes everything we've hoped for. A Savior who works exclusively by grace. Even grace that would love the self-righteous, such as the Pharisees. See, Jesus is interested in saving everyone. Most importantly, he is interested in saving the likes of people like you and me. Through his word, Jesus is telling you that you have seen him in your baptism and that you now see him in his preached word. And all that is left now is to fall down in worship and receive what Jesus is giving, his very life in his body and blood. And after receiving this life, then, we have the eyes of Jesus to walk through the streets, and to see 
that in each person there is a location where the mighty works of God can be displayed. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.